Garage fam, welcome back to another NASCAR race recap. The Advent Health 400 at Kansas Speedway, carrying on Wayward Sons. A lot of peace now that we're done. Kurt Busch sealed the deal. It was a great race. We're going to talk all about it. Uh, I got Dale Tanhart here with me, still retired at the Claiborne. Uh, Dale, how was uh, retired Sunday watching the race at the Claiborne? It was a great race. It, uh, the issues in, with the wheels kind of reminded me of all the all the other retired people at the Claiborne. Mm. You know, as you There's get older, the, the wheels start the wheels start winding, the tires start winding down, the wheels start start to come off. Not not the wheelchairs, just uh, you could use that as another one. But I didn't see any didn't see any wheelchair malfunctions at the Claiborne. So I'm they're just doing, they're doing something a little bit better than than uh, the the Gen Seven race cars are. When are the uh when are the services for Billy Joe, the man that you won a trillion dollars with Zane Smith on Truck Night in America? When uh, I heard that he uh he won so much money that he collapsed and is now gone to see the Lord. Yeah, I uh, I I got someone to to forge forge a signature on the will where all the money just goes to me. So we're all good there. And uh okay. may God may God rest his soul. God rest his God soul. Rest. Hey. I yeah. wanted to tell you that uh, that I'm more than happy to uh, provide catering at Billy Joe's. Uh, we can always reach out to Hooters. Shout out to Hooters uh, because they love us. We love them. And right now, you listening to this, if you go to a Hooters and use promo code Garage Guys, you can save money in a big way. Okay. Uh, so Dale, you know you're 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 retired, Don and Dale now, and I am Captain Carryout. Uh, so that's two ways to save right there, right off the bat. Yeah. $10 off any $40 order in-house go sit down at the Hooters. Just tell your waitress about promo code garage guys and she'll hook you up. Uh, that's valid on food, non-alcoholic beverages and merchandise redeemable at HOA locations and tell them Dine and Dale since go sit down at the Hooters, enjoy yourself, save $10 easy peasy Hooters is for race day. And race day is for Hooters and garage guys is for both of those. That's right. That's us. And then, and then to go as well, you, all you gotta do is go to order.hooters.com or download the Hooters app and you're going to save $10 off any $30 to go order and valid at participating locations for delivery and carry out orders only, which is what we'll be bringing for catering. And then after the funeral, you can just go and do it again at Hooters. So yeah, go to Hooters. Hooters is for race day. Hooters is for garage guys. That, that was good. That was yeah, good. no, it was simple. Very, very simple. It good was. ad reads. Good ad reads. But yeah, the weekend started off in, in high fashion. I, I feel like we should just go ahead and dive right in to just, just talk a little bit about Truck Night in America before we lead up to the uh, the big race on, on Sunday. Uh, you were you were looking like a Rico Suave with a mullet at that wedding, man. You, you chose the, uh, the Earnhardt tie. Uh, it was a good addition to the uh, to the to the suit, and then you just had everybody going berserk at a wedding, at watching a truck race, and it's just what a world we 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 live in that we have created this hype. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it's awesome. I, I went up there in the groomsman's room, which I wasn't a groomsman, but one of my good friends was. Shout out to Mike and Katie who tied the knot. Good friends of mine. Mazel down in the heart of America, now married, and. I went to the groomsman's room because I was like, oh, there's TV in here with my friend McKenna and turned the race on. And slowly but surely, people just kind of piled in there when they get tired of dancing and shit. And 
I was up and down too. But at the end, we had that race on and and we're all kind of watching together. So it was fun. Good hit. Zane Smith has been incredible this year. And that was the number one play. So I was happy about that. And that same day, I might as well talk about my good things because you're going to steal the show for Sunday because I did not bet on Kurt Busch. It's okay, you're retired. Christopher Bell helped me out uh, on Sunday with the top five. And my first ever bets on pole qualifying. I gave out two picks. We talked about it on the preview show. We talked about it on NASCAR's Twitter space. Austin Cindric and Christopher Bell were the two picks I gave to win the poll. They were being incredibly undervalued. Austin Cindric qualified fourth, had a great shot at it, and then Christopher Bell got his third poll of the season, plus 1,400. Add mm. that one. Add that one in for the hits. More hits on the season. Helped me have a actually a very positive weekend, even though Sunday didn't go well. Cup has been really tough. Uh, six for the last five weeks, five of the last six hasn't been the best on race day for me, but nonetheless cleared seven units. Thanks to Zane Smith and Christopher Bell getting that pole position, which is a cool bet. If you don't know, you can do that on DraftKings Sportsbook. They have it basically every week to my knowledge. I've seen it every single week since Daytona or auto club where you can bet on who will get the pole. It's a fun bet. makes qualifying a lot more fun. So good betting weekend overall. I'm bummed about Sunday, and I'm very envious and jealous about everybody that bet on Kurt Busch. I ignored his speed and, frankly, did not bet on him because the team makes so many mistakes. They've made so many mistakes all year, and I said, I just don't think they're ready. We saw it with Bubba Wallace's crew, continued pit road errors, even though they had a top-five race car. I kind of thought it would be the same with Kurt Busch, but they figured it out in a heartbeat, and – yeah, so good weekend there. Truck Night America, great as always, qualifying. And then the cup race it was a great race, by the way. All betting aside, all betting was aside for me on Sunday. Fantastic race, other than the tire issues, the wheel issues that NASCAR needs to address and fix ASAP if there is a way to do so. But I'll leave it to you now since you had a awesome hit on Kurt Busch at 20 to 1. Yeah, I just want to follow up before we get into that and just say that I love the the pole bets because they remind me of your first touchdown bets uh, during the offseason that, like, literally carried us through the uh, NASCAR offseason. Yeah. And that's Good literally point. what they remind me of. So it's like for you to hit that, I think that that should not go unnoticed by any means. And you're only getting those bets if you're listening to the, the race preview show or if you're listening to our NASCAR Twitter spaces, because we can't log those on action. Um, so. Now, I might, it, going forward, as this becomes more prevalent in the industry, then there is good data. There's really good data, actually, to look at for qualifying as well. So I might start tweeting out, like, a little card for bull qualifying, potentially, because the odds are, are extremely favorable. We've had a lot of different poll winners in 2022. So it's another fun bet and another way to – make some some really good profit and if you did listen to the pod you did listen to the racing space and if you did tail you would see that by now so i think we i might have some more action on that going forward to make up for my uh, shitty cup series bets so just pointing that out be on the lookout for that and you may continue i'll be tailing them but yeah uh what a uh what a race it honestly after watching yesterday 
I missed uh, most of the first stage and I had to catch up. We were in route back from Gulf Shores, took a little family vacation getaway. I was literally watching practice and qualifying uh, off of my phone on Saturday. And uh, my, my son actually got to ride a go drive a go-kart for the first time. He did great. Uh, he literally uh, passed a grown man, which I thought was just incredible. And then uh, we had some other things we got to tweak and, and get better. That was, that was a lot for me. That was, that was, you know, as a dad, that was a big moment. Did it for and, Dale, uh, right? and so got it all recorded. And, yeah. I feel like the, the good juju started there. You know, we, we did that and then we got back and I was watching a little bit more of uh, practice and qualifying. And the moment that I saw that Kurt Busch was fast and I saw that car, I was like, there's no way in hell. And they, they, this is this is how you know. This is the 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 gut boy shit. I was like, there's no way in hell I'm not betting on a car with Michael Jordan on the hood. There's no way. I was like, I gotta bet on this man. I was like, this car is sick. It looks fantastic, and he's fast. I was like, it's a lock. It's done. Literally wrote that up on Action Network and got that out. Got him at plus two thousand over on DraftKings. Um, and whenever, uh, whenever we was done with that, for some reason, I was betting a lot on Harvick too, man. And even though this, the data and the speed wasn't there, I was just like, well, there'll probably be some wrecks and something else. And maybe he'll shake it out because I was listening to a lot of the, the, the chatter that they were saying during practice and qualifying about how the temperature was supposed to be different. It was going to be a little bit cooler and it was hotter during the way they practiced and something about Harvick and how they were trying to get the car set up was going to be balanced out for Sunday. So I was thinking maybe, you know, we'll see some speed that we didn't see on Saturday. And that was kind of my thought process on why I followed up and put another 0.3 units on Harvick, even when the odds got, you know, longer, but yeah, the Kurt, Kurt thing played out, man. And, and he literally, any nobody can really say that it was just, you know, uh, it was, you know, shitty race or, whatever else, because even though we did have the issues, like we still had really hard racing at the end. And this is two years in a row now where I've, I've won at this track to, with, with both two drivers named Bush. Actually. Yeah. I was on Kyle this time. You know, I, I, first I got one question for you about Kurt. Did you look at the practice times and say he's fast? Like this, this is some influence for why I'm betting on him. Or were you purely just like car? Because you no, put that it was, bet in late, it right? It was it was 100% the speed. Like I can sit here and joke around all day long. I wasn't factoring in the the pit pit strategy whatsoever because I was just like, you know, we we're we're at these races and yeah, it sucks. He has had some bad luck, but I mean, it's just like eventually they're going to get it right. And I just feel like with 23XI having Michael Jordan being a part of that team and then they're debuting a Jumpman car, like I just in my brain, I just saw Michael Jordan like sitting in this room with the entire pit crew with Kurt Busch, Jenny Hamlin. He was like, if I'm and like, I just heard this scenario. I, I created this in my imagination. It was just like, now I'm putting my brand on this hood and we're going to make this car badass. And if any of y'all fuck up, you owe me this much money and you're going to pay me or either you're going to play me in golf and we're going to bet we'll do it one way or another. You're going to fucking, you're going to get, you know, my, my money back to me. So yeah, you're, if you you're fuck buying up, the cigars, on you. you're buying the tea time, you're buying, uh, you're buying everything. If you fuck up added pressure for sure. 
Yes. And that's the thing. And that's the issue is I think there's some listeners that can resonate with me on this. A lot of times I overanalyze and at the, in the moment, I thought that was a good decision when I was, I looked at the speed and the averages, five lap averages, he was second behind Christopher Bell. And I like, I liked what I saw to Kyle Bush in those averages because his fall off between five and 10 laps was the, was very minimal. Kurt didn't run a 10 lap consecutive uh, uh, span or just a, a 10 lap run consecutively. So there wasn't data there, but at the end of the day, I sat there and I, I got to watch races with my dad. Never get to watch races with my dad anymore, so that was good. And I, I told him it was pre-race. They're all talking about Kurt Busch and the car. The car was beautiful. It looked awesome. The, uh, the jumpsuit looked awesome. Fire suit, jumpsuit. It was basically a Jordan jumpsuit. So It was Jumpman. Yeah, it was. he was Jumpman. He was embracing the swag that came with it and doing a good job of it. Old Kurt. So, But the, the, the main thing I looked at was – these guys have had good speed all year. They really have. They, they've been in the mix, but they have been terrible at utilizing track position. And we saw it at Darlington. They had a top 10 car. Just multiple issues on pit road over and over again. Bubba Wallace has had the same problems. And Bubba Wallace, like I said earlier in the show, got completely fucked by his pit crew when he had a car that was very close to what Kurt had but could not utilize track position. That's kind of been the story of 23XI this year. Pit Road has ruined their races. And for me, kind of tying this all together, I need to see something. You know, I need to see some improvement before I'm like, all right, I'm going to put my money on him. Like, I just didn't believe they'd have a full-blown turnaround that fast. And they did. They did. They they were great on Pit Road. Really, their la- their only bad stop was the last one. When he lost the lead to Kyle Bush, yeah, in I the got long nervous. run, I was nervous, ran, but I wasn't saying shit. He ran both of them down. He ran both Kyles down. I had Kyle Bush, and I don't know what happened there. It looked like he he uh, used up his he used up everything trying to get to Larson in uh, the first fifteen laps of that final run, and kind of faded and, and finished third. But no, yeah. I uh, everybody that had Kurt, including you, obviously, like awesome fucking pick. I uh, it's huge for the garage guys family because a lot of guys in the discord you're listening right now a lot of guys in the discord were posting their slips Kurt made uh, a lot of people some money so now it was, it was awesome huge hit. it's just and, uh, tough on the over analysis part for me it, it, it kills me because that's just an unpredictable thing honestly and let's let's add in the element too this will open a new segue I know I'm rambling like a motherfucker that's it's okay. You're retired. We all understand. Yeah. You ramble when you're retired. Retired, Dale. Yeah, it all work. It all it all ties in together. <laughs> the elements of it was basically Russian roulette on who was going to blow a left through tire, which that is a problem. NASCAR, we've got it. We've got to figure this out. That seems more to me like something bigger than just what Larry Mack was saying about teams being are just gambling with low air pressures to start their runs. There's something else there because every 20 laps, somebody would blow left rear tire. And that was a huge element in this race. Took out William Byron from the lead, took out Tyler Reddick from the lead. Christopher Bell had one. Martin Truex had one. I mean, legitimate contenders to win this race had this issue. Kurt Busch was one of the few that did not. So he, uh, he was fast. His pit crew was excellent. And he kind of had a golden horseshoe on, on avoiding that problem as well. 
Yeah. Also, Michael Jordan was probably in a room like attempting to put cigars out on people's hands. So yeah, yeah. And the MJ well. factor just adds so much. It just felt like a too good to be true kind of thing for me. Like, oh, the sick paint scheme. Everybody's like, oh yeah, this is a winner right here. I feel like those cars never fucking win because it's like too good to be true, you know? So I don't know. That was, there's just so much, so much to look into when, when factoring this bet. And like you said, you're just like, Hey, hey all gut. I'm all gut. I'm just going to do it. He's fast. Boom. Car looks good. That's a bet. My Sometimes that's the way to go. Yeah, dude. My season has been a lot better. I mean, we still got a long way to go, so I don't want to speak too soon, but I feel like since I have just taken the pressure off of myself and I've just kind of been like, you know what? I'm going to just look at what I see. I'm not going to overthink. I'm going to just, if I, if I feel it, I'm going to lay it down. Since I've been that way, I feel like I've been a lot better than I was at the beginning of the year. Cause I mean, it's, it was going to be, we knew it was going to be tough regardless because of the new car and trying to figure it out. But I agree with you on the, the tire situation, man, because it really, I mean, it, for, for one, I'll say this, just this has nothing to do with tires, but the way you felt about Kurt Busch is the way I feel about Christopher Bell. And I will like never stop feeling that way about Christopher Bell. It's just like, I don't care how fast he is. Like I was looking at his averages and to see that he was like two, three tenths ahead. I was just like, no way. It's not. And like, it was nervous. I was nervous. I'm not going to lie. Well, here's the thing I'm about like, Bell. Here's the thing about Bell. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm not no, I was just saying, like, I was like, if Chris Bell, I was like, with his lap averages, I'm like, dude, if this is just a perfect race, bro, he's just going to smoke everybody out of the water. And I was just like, I was like, but you know what? I'm, I'm going to just stay true to what I know, and I'm not going to sit here and throw any money at it. Like, the poll thing was great, and I think that that was an incredible way to kick it off. But it's just, you know, the top five cashed, and that was good. I definitely could have saw that coming, but to win, I just – I, there, there was there's not much that is going to compel me to bet on him to win because I just feel like now he's just going to be one of those guys that's going to just sneak up randomly when no one expects it. Yeah, here's the – and everybody listening, I think you've, you may be able to notice this, but if you haven't, here's the deal with the 20 team. When you look at Joe Gibbs Racing, Kyle Busch's team has been so good on the long run. Martin Truex Jr., they've been really good in the long run. When they've had good race cars, their bigger strengths have been the long run. The one guy, and you could say that about Denny Hamlin too, but it's it's harder to have a sample on Denny because same issues as 23XI. Like his pit crew just fucking murders him week in and week out. And he's acknowledged that and he knows and he's, he's sick of it. Um, but with Chris Bell, if you watch these races top to bottom, his car – I don't know why, but him and Adam Stevens are just not as good on the long run. They fire off really well. On restarts yesterday, Christopher Bell made some great moves, went from fifth to third to second. But on the longer runs, he would get he would lose some spots. And I feel like I've seen that multiple times this year out of him in that 20 car. And I bet if somebody asked him that, he would say, yeah, our weak point has kind of been the long run. But, yeah, they had good speed, and that's why I didn't – I thought about Bell because – his speed was there on uh, obviously in qualifying and, and in practice as well. But I, I remembered these guys kind of fade. They fade towards the end. And I'm thank goodness he kept the top five or I would have had a really bad day. Yeah. Uh, 
but top five plus 350 talked about that on the racing space talked about that on the pod that bet closed i think at even money on a lot of books so that was a good one that's the only thing i can brag about on sunday so i'm gonna, just gonna take that to my retired grave but at that's the end it. of the day be careful with c bell on, on picking to win because like you said he's probably gonna win something where he's gonna sneak up and surprise people probably uh, a road course the racing <laughs> yeah the racing has been so good. We've seen a lot of long runs and I mean, the tire fall off the strategy. It's, it's been excellent overall. So uh, yeah. aside from betting, the race was fantastic. Everything I just pointed out, we saw it at Kansas. The intermediates have really, really shined with this gen seven race car. So it's been really, really pleasant to see. And I hopefully, know. hopefully we bring that to Texas too, a track that has been dreadful on uh, regarding the racing product since like, 2018 or 2017 it's gotta be it's gotta be it's gotta be different and like that's what i realize now is like even though like we have our reasons of why we don't want to go to kansas like i low-key want to go to kansas now just because like i'm so ready to see a race like this in person i I just know that's one the one problem with that race there well there are a few problems but one glaring problem is that there's fucking nobody there the attendance was really bad so see we got to show up we got to show up and show out yeah, that made me kind of think like, man, what what can what can happen to respark this? Because the racing was great, and people had seen racing on mile and a half racetracks this season and knew that it had been good. So I think everybody kind of expected Kansas to be a good one too, and they didn't really get a good turnout. So I don't no, know. you know what we need to do? This is what we need to do. When they go back to Kansas, um, it'll be what September the 11th so that'll be a big weekend for america obviously and for racing i think that's also like usually around the first week of football season so maybe the kansas city chiefs should just not play in arrowhead and just play in the middle of kansas speedway and that way people can come there to watch a football game opening day nfl and nascar happening at the same time what an incredible event that would be that would be cool. That's a, that's a hell of an idea. And we, it's ambitious, but we saw uh, Bristol host that for college football with uh, Virginia Tech and Virginia Tech and who the fuck, Tennessee. And that place is fucking packed. You never know. Something like that could actually work. It would be, uh, but I wonder it would be if utter chaos. Arrowhead like... is fucking cool, dude. Like, they're not going to leave Arrowhead. So, no, you can't. I know. We got to find something to respark it. You know, let us know what you think. Maybe sports betting. Idea. Hey, the legislation of Kansas, what's up? Uh, maybe, maybe you should get sports betting legal in your state. Maybe I heard better. Yeah, and I heard people say that the casino is cool. Like the experience on that end is, is nice by the Speedway. So that's hey, a Barstool Sportsbook Casino. Yeah, Hollywood Casino. Yeah, yeah. They they should make it happen. But yeah, um, want to talk a little bit about uh before we before we close up, got to talk about some of the uh the the more disappointing things that happened, some of the surprises. Uh, first things first, I don't even think this is a surprise. Uh, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. another top ten in the books. Uh, yeah. I had him top five at plus twelve hundred, and man, if that would have hit, he was only three spots away from it. But for a guy to have have pretty much wrecked in practice, he was the only car that really overcame it all. Because I think there was Logano, Busher had issues in practice, and then here's Ricky just leading the charge in that in that hot sauce car, man. I mean, dude, things have turned around for old RSJ. 
and I'm uh, I'm excited about it. I mean, this is – I feel like consecutively this might be, other than, you know, the 2017 year, I think it's just shaping up good. And we talked about it on the preview show. I'll let you guys know. Did he win? No. Did he get a top five? No. But there were a lot of people in the Discord and people on Twitter I saw that had him for a top ten at, like, plus 230, and I'm glad they went that route with it. And uh, he shined bright for DFS, too. Look, I don't even know the last time, if ever, Ricky's had three consecutive top tens in the Cup Series. I know if it's happened, it probably hasn't happened more than once or twice. So a lot of this energy. is a really, really good stretch for him. It's uh, they're, they're getting closer and closer, and they're knocking off some good runs. And we knew they had speed. It's just about getting the finishes. So, yeah, yeah that was a good that was a good one to play. Um, you say it's a really good a really good thing. Like this is a good stretch for a single car team. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, I mean, and we thought uh, we thought at the beginning of the year, hey, the single car deal will help them out, and the speed is there. They've got top ten speed yep. at a lot of these racetracks. So, no, I, uh, I Ricky's killing it right now. And one thing I wanted to point out that we talked about on the preview show, Chase, and for anybody that watched preview show, we were dead on about fucking Joey Logano. We were yeah. dead on. No <laughs> yellow. Yellow is for corn. Uh, teammates, teammates, really Penske didn't have a great day overall. The uh, boards overall struggled. You talked about Harvick, Stuart Haas collectively throw them in there with Penske and then RFK didn't do much. So, uh, Joey Logano had a rough weekend. He finished 17th, did have a decent rebound from where he was running early in the race, but complete non-factor the entire race nailed that one right on the head. Nailed it. Yeah. That's karma. That's karma. We, we said, That's what it is. I was Thank nervous, you. though. I was so nervous because after I saw William Byron, like, his tire go down, I was just like, oh, shit. Like, I know Dale and about everybody else in the Discord has William Byron over Joey Logano, and he and literally see, I, finished I, one position over him. I, I Once again, I've actually been ridiculous on featured matchups, and I have actually bet none of them. It's it, I, I hate myself. The last I actually years, bet the Cendric over Amarola. That, yeah, that was a that was a good one. That was a good one. If you kind of look at Auto Club and Vegas, Stuart Hall did not have great speed. That's why I faded Chase Briscoe, and he yeah. sucked. He ran exactly where I thought he would run, but mother of God, Eric Jones with the wheel situation. That was the biggest disappointment of the day. My ruined my life. Ruined my life. It was taunting me. You can ask my dad. DFS I was lineups. so mad. I spiked my remote on the ground. And yeah. I was like, why, God? Why are you doing this to me? I had Eric Jones over Chase Briscoe, who was dog shit all day. Dude. And Eric had a top 15 car. And my God, they just, that wheel thing is crazy. I don't know if that as much as a team error or a NASCAR error, but we've got to figure something out with this wheel situation, the tire situation. I've been I've seen a lot of comments on Twitter. I'm not going to go tweet about it because I just don't like to complain. But God knows himself. This is a fucking problem. We got to figure something out here. Like this is it's borderline embarrassing what we're seeing with these issues. Like I said, I'm not an expert on the matter. I'm not an expert on this like Bozy or or guys in the industry. Obviously, the guys on the pit crews. But my God, man, like this tire wheel combo issue, which the low profile tire, the smaller or just the different wheel with the single cap. It has been on, on these higher wear medium to high wear racetracks. It's, it's, it's a problem. It's a big problem. 
and we've yeah. got to figure something out. I don't, I don't know what they can do to fix it. I'm really not sure. But this is borderline embarrassing what's happening. And I'm, I'm, I'm pissed. I'm super pissed because I've got money on these guys who I know are fucking better. <laughs> they are better. I'm picking the right people. And loose wheels, blown tires are, are, shaping, are shaping this, are shaping the finishes. They're manipulating the outcome, and they're killing me. On the inside, I've had that's the thing, though, man. It's about Tyler Reddick, Tyler Reddick leading the race. Oh, dude, that hurt. He was he got into the wall, though. Actually, yeah, he he may not have had a a left rear. I think he he did have a left rear at some point. I hate it for Red Dog, man. I really do, man, because he he got up there. I mean, he he could have he could have been one of the guys that took it home. We bet on keep betting on him every week. I'm still gonna I'm still gonna talk about Fontana when he was leading and dominating and blew a tire. Yeah, and the the same issue there, which Auto Club Fontana is a super high wear racetrack, very abrasive surface. So I, I just we just got to look at it. Who we got to look at who did blow tires versus who didn't. And I mean, it's just like what were they doing? I mean, like yeah, they talk about tire pressure, but it's like but that's the thing. It's Russian roulette. It, it's happening to. I mean, like, William Byron had one. Martin Truex had one. That's two different manufacturers. Um, I'm trying to think of any Ford guys that had one. Well, I mean, we know that we know that it happened to uh it happened, it happened on Saturday to I think maybe no Busher spun. Um, well, no, it, it did happen to Logano. See, yeah. now if we're talking practice, I could see the, the air pressure thing because it's the first time they're getting on the track. The teams are basically learning as they go, right? Yeah. So I can understand that part more on hey, we're gonna play with the air pressures and see how it, how it goes. Uh, but when it comes to the race, there's got to be a point where it's like they have everything like, they we need. probably shouldn't do experiment this risky anymore. Yeah. Uh, oh, Daniel Suarez had one. I forgot about that. Suarez lost one. Ruined yeah, his race. Practice. Denny Hamlin had one. There's no there's no correlation on who it happens to. That's what is the problem. If you had teams you know if it's only happening to hendrick or if it's only happening to gibbs or it's only happening to shr it's got to be something chevy's you know that it's then okay maybe you can say uh so there's some kind of alliance here that's uh they're they're gambling on the same kind of whatever that's what i was gonna say it's gotta be air pressure or camber whatever yeah it's gotta just be something that's so fine like it's just maybe it's just as, as simple as the way that a driver gets into a corner that I just, just don't triggers think so. I don't think so because you see guys running all these different lines, and Kansas is a good track for that where you see everybody running three or four lanes on the racetrack. We saw a lot of four-wide racing. Um, now, I think if you want to really deep dig into it, you run up by the wall, which becomes like the optimal line, you're typically going to wear out your right-side tires. You don't yeah, push as much, so much force on the left route. Uh, now, if you're going to run – kind of like an arcing into the corner and exit on the bottom, you're using the left tires a little bit more. But like I said, it just doesn't seem like there's any correlation to, to how it's happening. And it's, it's, it's puzzling and it's a problem. And I, I'm not a complainant. I really don't complain you guys that follow me, but this is, I mean, I'm a little biased because I fucking lost because of Eric Jones (laughs) And he should there. He had no business losing that matchup. 
He um, killed DFS too. It killed DFS lineups. Yeah, yesterday. but he he was probably a popular play, and which God, understandably so. Had him in every it, one of them. Had him and so Ricky fast. in every lineup. And and Ricky was it turned out to be a great great punt play. Starting yeah. back, finishing eighth or ninth, but it's just I don't know. Just We're going to solve the mystery. About. We got to solve it. I feel like it's I feel like it's up to uh, we we need a group collective, not just you know Dale and I together aren't going to just be the the sole guys that solve it. Maybe we will be. Maybe we're like Sherlock and uh and and his boy, you know. Yeah, I um uh, I know this is going to be a long episode, but I hope I hope you guys and girls enjoy the dialogue here because it is a hot topic on. <laughs> excuse me, it is a hot topic on. For the future of the rest of the season, I mean, we have a lot of intermediate racetracks, and we have a, several of these tracks in the playoffs. We have Homestead as a very important race. Homestead is a super rough racetrack when it comes to the yeah. surface. You think Kansas eats up tires. Homestead is going to eat up tires like crazy. So we talk about Homestead. We talk about we're coming back to Kansas. Texas is in the playoffs. Uh, you're talking important races at similar racetracks, where we've seen these tire problems. I mean, NASCAR, everything. We, our, our, our smartest people got to figure this shit out, dude. I mean, I, I'm really concerned about it. Still, great race. Overall, excellent racing. This Gen 7 is so good at, this, at these style of racetracks. It's been good almost everywhere. We've had late race battles for the win. Engines aren't choked out. Everybody can catch and pass everybody. It's all great except for the tire wheel issue. And I know I, I can go on and on about this, but I'm pissed. You ever seen the Key and Peel uh, black conservatives? The, uh, the, yeah, dude, it's so funny. I <laughs> am pissed. I am yeah. pissed. Yeah. All right. I think it's like, the, it's like the black Republican meeting. And they just yeah, all keep yeah, saying Yeah, it's like that. the national committee. Key and Peel was so good. Oh my God. It's so funny. But yeah, I, I'm like, I'm one of those guys. I am pissed. So, yeah, I, uh, I have a lot to say about that because I wanted to tweet and I was like, no, I'm not that guy. I, I tweet positive energy or sarcastic stuff, really. And that's yeah, it. there was a yeah. lot of tire sarcasm in my tweets yesterday. There were just so many people complaining and I was reading them. I was yeah. like, oh, I agree. But like, do, do you hear yourself right now? When you I'm never going to seriously complain. You know, like there I could just, be no NASCAR. There's a know? lot of negative Nancy's out there. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah I'm not, not going to be that guy. But that's what people forget. Racing issues. Could, racing could not exist. You know. Yeah. No. And, and, and this is just an, an issue that I I'm really concerned about, and obviously care about the sport more than anything in my fucking life. So, you know, we we need to figure this out and not have it manipulate the outcome of of important races down the stretch. So we'll get down to it. We got Texas coming up this weekend, and then uh, we got plenty more racing to go. Uh, th things are gonna things are gonna shake themselves out. I trust I trust who we got, and um and hopefully you guys as well. Uh, we want to know what y'all starts are. Uh, you know to just hit us up online. You can follow me at Garage Guy Chase. You know to follow Dale at Dale Tanhart. Uh, or send him a letter at the retirement home. Um, yeah, at the Claiborne. Dude, we need to get find an address. We need to find an address for like an actual like re like retiree center and just have people like write letters and like the, the front desk person is just like I don't understand. I want to go these letters are for like film. I want to actually like go to whatever wherever the nearest Claiborne living facility is and be like, hey, I'm just here to uh, do a documentary. <laughs> I'm just there playing bingo. <laughs> Turn on the TV to everybody's probably watching like Gilmore Girls or, or yeah. uh, Andy Griffith. And I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, we're watching the race. All right. Th th this is what's going to happen. 
before the end of this year, we have to go watch a race at a retirement home. Yeah, that will be that will be electric. It'll just be pure electricity. Like, oh, we'd get kicked out. I don't know. All nah, right, we're nah, gonna, they'll embrace us. Yeah, because you're there. Because because this is real, and you're there, and you're you're there. You have you have like a residence there. Now. Still retired, still winning money. That's it, baby. All right. Well, look, great weekend. Good shit. As always, we love you, Garage Fam. Um, you know where to follow us. And then definitely hit us up. Let us know what you think. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe this podcast on Apple, Spotify, or whatever else you're listening on because it's on like a million different podcast platforms. And I have no idea where you're listening to this um, unless I go look at a bunch of data, statistical graphs and shit. And I don't want to do that right now. But That's I appreciate y'all. And I love y'all. And uh, and Dale, you got you got anything else? Any last words? Love the garage, fam. Uh, appreciate the unwavering support. Chase, kind of, you covered everything. But Texas will be fun. Oh, oh, we should say we will not be at Texas. Anybody yes. who might be there, uh, we we need we need a needed this good two week break to kind of reset, figure everything out. It's been. It's been really fun being on the RV, traveling all the races, but it's it is work, you know. It is a job. It is work. We fucking love it. But as everybody does with their with their own jobs, everyone needs a break. So and we got family um, at home and stuff too. But good news is absolutely. we will be in Charlotte. Yes, we'll be at the our 600. next next race at the six hundred. I'm so sad. I will not be at the Indy five hundred as I usually am. But this is a good opportunity to go to my first Coca-Cola 600 and first time at Charlotte Motor Speedway. I'm excited. So anybody that is going to be in Charlotte, be sure to hit us up and we'll try to hang out and have some fun and win some money in the process. That's it. All right. Well, we'll see you guys and we'll be talking all things all star coming into the weekend. Have a week.